Hey everybody, welcome back to Reach Podcast. This is episode three today, y'all. Y'all ready? I think I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm absolutely ready for this podcast today. I got some some good things to talk about and a little rant that might happen possibly later. Yeah, but how about a little know. less rant? Okay. Okay. Well, I'll try to be a little less ranty. Okay. Cool. Um. So Jordan, uh, just start us off. Uh, how how's your day been? Rough. It's been rough. It's been rough. You know, it's 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 only eleven o'clock today. Well, eleven thirty now, and I've already had a morning. Wow. Morning. You know. Life, when it gives you lemons, sometimes you forget how to make them. And <laughs> is that how the saying goes? No, no, no. Sometimes life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. Well, I got lemons and I made lime juice somehow. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I see the analogy here. And, um, you know, just, I'm going to start us off with a little upbeat thing, okay? We're going to talk about something today that's going to be pretty entertaining, I would say. <laughs> so let's start off with an entertaining topic, Jordan. Give me your top three right now Disney movies. Top three Disney movies? Your top three Disney oh, movies. Man, I don't even know. Uh come on, man. Hmm. Top three Disney movies. So Princess and the Frog's been on my mind a okay. lot recently. So that's gonna be like let's go number number two with that one. Okay. Um you say this is not considered a Disney movie because it's on a different category, but I'm gonna say high school musical by far probably number one <laughs> Disney movie okay. movie that I've seen. The first one? First one, number okay, one. Okay, I'll give yeah, you that. The first movie, number one. And then number three for Disney movies. Ooh. Mm. I'll show what I like had like a little I don't know. Come on. Man, you know, I might, I might say like cars. Cars. Something like that. I don't know. Wow. Something about Lightning McQueen and Tomater. Ka-chow, right? <laughs> I'm tub mater without, without the tub. tub. And uh okay. That's that's a I think that's a good collection. What about what about your, your movies? My top three is very up for the debate. Um, but this is how it goes currently. Number one, oh, I'll, I'll start with number three. Number three, let's see if I can remember it correctly. Oh, okay. Number three is gonna have to be Beauty and the Beast. The original one. Okay, okay. I love, love that movie. So not the live action one with... I love the live action one. It's just the original is better to me. Okay, okay. I got you. I can feel you on that one. Don't get me wrong. Emma Watson. Wow. But number two would have to be... Man, this is a tough one, but I'm, I'm going to say Ratatouille right now. Ooh. Something about rats, huh? You know, I just loved how that rat made that Ratatouille at the very end of the movie, you know? And he made that soup and he was like, you know, going around it and flipping stuff into it. There's something awesome about that. Number one, my all-time favorite Disney movie, best soundtrack of all time, greatest song director ever, is Moana. Moana is the best Disney film, and I won't, I won't argue with anyone. It is by far the best. I love Maui. I love Moana. I love the little chicken, Hey Hey, and then I love the little pig. I forgot his name, but I love that movie. I love the villains. I love the story arc, the music. I can sing every word of that movie. Can you, Jordan? Um, I mean, for the most part, I can I can sing a lot of a lot of that. Moana is a pretty good uh Disney Disney movie, I should say. Yeah. Plus with Lin Manuel Miranda, you know, he did yeah. really good music with it as well. That's why I love it. And um Man. Okay. So Jordan, you you got a little small talk topic? 
Yeah. That's what you told me. Yeah, I definitely have a a little small talk topic. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know how many of y'all know, but we've recently got a pool. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, so I'm just getting some some stuff for the pool and whatnot. And I woke up this morning, and we were going to film this podcast today on Wednesday because, you know, we didn't do it last night on Tuesday. So, I'm, I'm waiting, waiting, and waiting for... You know, us to get started, and it's, it's it's it's. What he means is that I was asleep. Yes, I've had a, I had it's, a rough night. It's ten o'clock, and uh, you know, in the morning, and nobody's up yet. So I was it's, like, you it's know, my day off. Man. I'm gonna go it's ahead and I'm gonna, I'm gonna run to the store real quick and just pick up the things that I needed to get that I didn't get yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I uh, get to Walmart and I go up in there and I gotta get a couple things and I need to get like a little chlorine tab and little chlorine stuff for the pool and oh, yeah. yada, yada, yada. got to well the one that i was gonna buy was like seven eight dollars i was like you know what they found one that was on clearance for like three bucks the original little blue thingy you put in yeah awesome great three dollars cool well i was looking at the chlorine tablets and i thought it was like eight dollars for three of them mm-hmm. on walmart's website no 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 when i got to walmart today i found out it was eight dollars for one three inch tablet wow this one three inch tablet that lasts only a week was eight dollars but when the little dispensary thingy was three bucks. Y'all want to tell me what kind of world we live in when the actual holder of the thing, the product, costs less than the product itself? <coughs> like, come on now. Come come on now. Like, do better, Walmart. Do better. You know, Jordan, there's this thing. It's called inflation. I'm, I mean, I, I don't even know how much it costs no, beforehand. No, that ain't got nothing to do with inflation because the little plastic thingy, which you think plastic would be more expensive now that oil and gas is more expensive, it would be cheaper. Wow. Okay. This is, uh, are you okay, Jordan? I know it kind of hurts you to buy yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. I uh, I didn't have my worship uh, session this morning going to work, yeah. so, so I'm not exactly, uh, you know. I'm so you're a little off the hinge right now? Yeah, I'm a little off the cuff right now. <laughs> anyway, it's, all, it's all good, but it's okay. But I came back and 100 bucks later from Walmart. I, 100 I, bucks. I, wow. got a, I got a, um, a, a chlorine tablet, a chlorine holder, a new uh, plug. Like yeah. a cool plug mm-hmm. and a, a hose holder that doesn't even have the holder of it. And all that was a hundred bucks. It, it equaled to about hundred, yeah, seventy dollars, seventy-five dollars. I got a a garden hose holder. Mm-hmm. Wow. It stakes in the ground. But guess what? It sounds like some adult stuff, right? Guess here. guess what? What? It doesn't come with the garden hose holder. Oh, okay. It's it's fifteen dollars for the thing that goes in the ground, and it's another six bucks that has the actual like part the hose sits on. But our Walmart didn't have it, so. I got half of it. I got to go somewhere else to get the other half. So if anybody got a metal hose holder out there, I would like it. So what you're saying is you've had a very bad first world problem day, right? Yeah, today's been today's been rough. That's insane. I'm so sorry, Jordan. I, I should have, you know, should have woken up a little earlier. Maybe I could have convinced you not to go. But no, no, you would have just gone with me and I might have been a little <laughs> less stressed. Because, I mean, I was really going to go to Waffle House this morning and get some breakfast in me. And it didn't happen. I just had coffee and two toaster strudels. You know, I apologize. And to make up for it, I have some questions for you. <laughs> I was going to say, don't, don't Venmo me money like last time. <laughs> I have some questions for you, oh, like we always part, do. It's the time of the, time of the day already? It is questions? that time of this podcast, and it's the 10 questions. And today, Jordan is the victim. I mean, I mean contestant. Um, so, Jordan, I, I hate to do this to you, dude. I really do. But... We're going to do hard questions this time. Uh, we've been told, for the people that have been listening to our podcast, that, Nate, you should do harder questions. Jordan, you should do harder questions. Also, also well, I just want to kind of, like, give a shout-out. Um, Nathan did say, but everybody listening to our podcast and stuff. 
I do just want to kind of give a shout out to everybody who listens to our podcast. Yes. Um, it's only been two episodes now. It's actually been less than 30 days mm-hmm. since our two episodes have aired. Uh, it hasn't even been a month yet. And so far, we have had 75 people, mm-hmm. it looks like, listen all time, all of our episodes yeah. so far. Um, and just kind of, you know, shout out some some location. So it looks like 17 downloads is what it says, but that's people who listen, are from just the Denham Springs area. Awesome. Love okay, the so that's, that's pretty local. There's 15 from New Orleans. Mm, okay. We have 11 from Ponchatoula. Of course. 10 from Wayne. I'm not even sure where Wayne is. I have no idea. Like I'm not Bruce sure. Wayne? Like, I don't know. Wayne we have um, We have three of them. From Mobile, which I'm assuming is Alabama, mm. and then this is the one that really shocks me right here is we have two of them from Brussels, Belgium. Wow! So we have actually like like Belgium from like, like Europe, like Belgium, like not in United States, like different country. That's insane. So we actually have people who are out of the country who are listening, and then it goes on. We have like Dallas, we have Baton Rouge, but that was just like our like top like five or six, you know. Most, I guess, common mm-hmm. common areas. Shout out to the Belgium people. You know? Yes, that, that's, thank you that's for listening. Pretty cool, you know, and you know, thank you all for listening in general, everybody around. Because if it wasn't for people who are listening, then there would be absolutely no point in us doing this podcast. Because, no, I would listen. You know, we we <laughs> want people to listen besides ourselves because I can only hear my voice talking. Jordan Jesus so. is listening right now. Well, that that's a that's a plus. So let's go ahead and get on these questions. Yes, just wanted to kind of shout out to everybody. Ten questions, Jordan, and like I told you, we we have to make them hard. I'm sorry. Okay. And That's so, okay. Let's go ahead and make these and questions. And when I say hard, I mean, like, these questions are really hard. Like, some of them I won't be able to answer. Um, maybe, like, even, like, your casual everyday youth pastor wouldn't be able to answer them as well. But, Jordan, I believe in you. Okay. I believe. Ah, believe. Ah, believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Question number one, Jordan. I'm a believer. Ruth and Boaz had a son named What? I'm, I know. Is, is there is there like uh, multiple choice for this, or is it just like I have to just kind of oh I have to just kind of like go with it, Ruth and Boaz? Yeah. Um. I, I'm. I'm. I'm sorry. I. Uh. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Well, who, who, I can't. Pronounce I know his who. Name, but I know who Ruth and Boaz are. Yeah. But I. I can't tell you their son's name. I don't. I can't pronounce his name correctly. Probably, but I think it's Obed. Who? Obed. Obed, like O B E D. Yeah. O Obed. Obed. Mm-hmm. Obed. Hmm. I could have said that wrong. Yeah, well, y'all wanted a harder question, so here we are. <laughs> yeah. I I'm sorry. Question number two: If Hebrews is included, how many books of the Bible did Paul write? Now, look, it's a multiple choice. Okay. If Hebrews is included, yes. Why would Hebrews not be included? Uh, Jordan, this is just how the question's phrased. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. All right. If Hebrews is included, how many books of the Bible did Paul write? Five, seven, 14, or 15? Five, seven, what are the answers? Five, seven, 14, 15. Five, seven, 14, 15. Come on. Come on. Hmm. You know, the Apostle Paul, right? Was Saul, now Paul. Man, I... I might have to go with the 14 just because of the four. <laughs> you would be correct. It yeah. is 14. I'm going to have to go with four. I'm telling you all that, that four <laughs> that four in the Bible is, is Paul something. did a lot. Yeah. A lot in the New that's, Testament. That's like, what, a quarter of the Bible? 
14? No. <laughs> it's, a qu- it's a quarter of 66. I don't know. It's a lot. It's we'll, a big portion. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot. We'll, just, right. we'll just go to question two. What was Jacob's father's in-law named? <laughs> Look, I just want to go ahead and say beforehand, I don't have a clue what these questions are, nor do I know what these answers are. Um, uh, who? <laughs> His name is Laban. <laughs> I, I don't even, oh, I don't even, you said like, Jacob's brother's sister's in-law. Oh man, this is like awesome. how do you even find that? Like, is that is there? Can, we need I need scriptures to back up some of these questions. Is <laughs> Laban okay? Laban, Laban. Yeah, good. Good a four. Question number four. <laughs> Hold. Okay, this one should be answered. I mean, I had like the easiest of easiest questions for Nathan last week, and now I have like. And next week you can you can oh oh don't worry oh don't don't worry we're gonna have yeah mm-hmm. Just go, Look, go for it. how old was Jesus when he started his ministry here's options okay thirty three thirty two thirty one or thirty I think this is somewhat of an easier question I'm gonna say thirty thirty and you'd be correct Jordan I thought so I thought it was an even number I really thirty did. that's right because he was he was a lot older when he actually started. Uh, mm-hmm. His ministry. Man. But, um... Okay, hold on. Bringing up the next question. Okay, question number five. What was the name of Abraham's second wife? Okay, look. You have four options here. Okay? Abraham's second wife. Abraham, like Father Abraham. Yeah, oh, that, man oh now, now we're talking, now about, we're talking about the song. Correct. Yeah, now I, we're that talking. was a dark time in my life. All right, here are the options. Deborah. Shout out to my, my grandmothers out there that are named Deborah. I have multiple. <laughs> Second one is Jezebel. Mm-hmm. The third one oh, and the fourth one are going to be hard to pronounce. Um, Ketora, or Zimmeran. And this is Abraham's uh, second wife. You said second wife. Mm-hmm. He had multiple. Wasn't his first wife's name Jezebel? No, his first wife's name was Sarah. Oh, Sarah, Sarah. Ooh, so maybe Jezebel's a second wife's name. You know, I, I'm. Jordan, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna say no. The name Jezebel. Why does that sound familiar? Because Jezebel is a different. It's it's like a term we use isn't, today. Like isn't Jezebel? Yeah, isn't Jezebel like a like a derogatory like term yeah, in a way? I don't want to talk about Jezebel right now. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll another just, podcast. Well, good episode. Give me your answer. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, not Jezebel. Then um, what was the first one? First one was Deborah. Yeah, Deborah. You had Jezebel, I'm a, I'm you have Kator, and then you have Zimmerang. I'm going to say Deborah. You know why I'm going to say Deborah? Why? Because you emphasized it in the last time with the whole Jonathan and whatnot. I'm supposed to get that right because your name is in it. So I'm going to say Deborah, final answer. You would be wrong. It's not Deborah. As oh. much as I want it to be Deborah, he it's a, not. He pulled, he pulled a trick it, one on me. It's, it's Kator. Kator? Kator. Is it Kator or Katora? It's probably Katora. I have no idea how to say it. Like it's K E T U R A H. Katora. That question will definitely make you think. All right. Number six. All right, Jordan. This one should be an easy question, okay? What's the last book in the Old Testament named? The last book in the Old Testament? Mm hmm. The last book in the Old Testament. Not new. So it's not Revelations, okay? Talk about the Old Testament. Old Testament. The good old Man, Torah. I used to know all 66 books of the Bible. I had to recite them when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Genesis and Exodus, Leviticus old, and the last Deuteronomy, book. Man, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't know. Like, I'm going to have to go and like look at a Bible now. 
Because this is this is that your final answer? This is my final. I, I really do not know what the last. I mean, somebody could be like, go to the last book of the the last book of the Old Testament, and I'd be like, okay, well, let me look at my tabs, and I must go through because there's no way I can just off the top of my head, boom, I know it's this book. The answer is Malachi. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Malachi. Malachi. The one right before Matthew wow. is Malachi. All right. Uh, that's, that's question number seven. This is burning. Uh, what is the name of the priest of <laughs> Median and father-in-law of Moses? You Wait. know, I'm just going to say that you're not going to know because I have no idea what can it is you, either. Can you even say the question again? I'm, I'm going to I'm going to bypass this question. Okay. Why are you going to bypass it's Jethro? Jethro. Jethro, like uh, Jethro Gibbs from NCIS. Is it J E T H R O? Yeah, that's how you spell Jethro. Well, okay. All right. Now, this, you should know this. I actually told you about this recently, okay? Question number eight. Jesus cursed what type of tree? Ooh, 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 ooh. I know this answer. So they were actually walking. uh, I forgot what they were doing. They were on the way with his disciples, and they were walking somewhere, and they were hungry. And he saw this tree, and it didn't have any kind of vegetation or anything on this tree so jesus actually cursed that tree so it could no longer bear any kind of vegetation on it and that tree is actually a fig tree nathan congratulations it is indeed a fig tree i'm so proud of you i remember that that. i do remember that story because when i told you it you were like what is that it I'm like, yeah, that's it. jesus was hungry yeah i just can't believe that he i mean could you imagine just like walking by and like oh so i'm hungry there's an apple tree but it's not Apples. It, it probably scared the Jezebel out of the disciples. <laughs> he did not just <laughs> go to question eight. If I was a disciple and I just, saw Jesus just curse a fig yeah, tree, yeah, I mean that. I mean, I'm, I'm sure all the other trees around were like, uh-uh, "We're yeah, gonna give them fruit." Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. We're gonna right. we're gonna bypass that. <laughs> question number nine: What was the name of Isaac's wife? Ooh. Now I'm gonna give you a hint. Ooh, Isaac's wife. I'll give you a hint. You work with someone that has this name. Oh, that's or you have worked with someone who has that's kind name. of scary. Um, Isaac's I've worked with somebody who has his name, mm-hmm. and you actually still talk to them to this day. Oh, that's that's weird. Mm-hmm. I almost don't want to say the name that I'm thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> Is there multiple choices for this? No, Isaac's wife, and it's somebody that I have worked with before, and mm-hmm. I still keep in touch. Mm-hmm. Probably every day. Oh no! Oh mm-hmm. no! Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna have to say that. Is it? <laughs> is it what? This is this is gonna this is this is not good. What is it? Um, I think Isaac's wife's name is Rebecca. And you would be correct. Oh my! <laughs> it's spelled R E B E K A H. Rebecca. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a weird spelling of Rebecca. Shout out to Rebecca. We love you. Okay, wow, that was <laughs> not planned whatsoever. But Jordan, the last question. Oh, we're on 10? Yeah. Question number 10. How many years did Adam live? Adam, like Adam and Eve? Yep. And this is just a flat Ooh. answer, dude. There's, I'm going to give you a hint. It's not a, it is an even number. Mm. It, he, he lived a long time, didn't he? Yes, he did. He did indeed live a long time. Mm-hmm. Like more or less than like 600 years? More. More than 600 years. More. Hmm. More than 600, less than 1,000. I'll give you that hint. Okay, okay. 
Oh, so he actually went to a thousand. So that's telling me that it's close to a thousand. I'm gonna say nine hundred. Hmm. Hmm. Nine hundred. You're hot. Thirty. Six years. If you would have just cut the six out, you would have had it right. It was nine hundred and thirty flat. I'm so proud of you for actually even getting close to that. I'm I'm giving you the right answer on that. One. <laughs> I don't care what this what this says. I don't know why I feel like nine three six. I remember seeing that somewhere about Adam and Jordan. Guess how many you got right? I got two of them right with an honorary three. I think no, you got half of them right. Oh, I got half of them right. I got a mm-hmm. five out of ten. Mm-hmm. I got a fifty. I'm very proud of I you. Got got, that's a fifty. Okay, that's, that's not, awesome. you failed, but you failed with style. I, I failed that. I hope y'all liked the harder questions. Um, we're definitely keeping. You know, they're definitely going to get a little bit more and more harder as we kind of go on. With that being said, we do want to kind of go ahead and go into our topic of the day. Yeah, I'm Nathan, excited for this one. You want to discuss what our topic of the day is today? The topic of the day is Christian media and entertainment. Now, this means stuff like movies, TV shows, uh, and stuff connected to the Christian media as well. And uh, me and Jordan have compiled a list of all for the most part, all the ones we've seen. And, um, yeah, Jordan, you want to, um, talk about your experience with Christian media? What do you think of it? I, uh, I really love Christian media. I mean, growing up, um, in a Christian home and always going to church and stuff, Christian media has been kind of like instilled in me. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. it, it's something that I definitely, some of these movies that I have picked have actually made me a better person today just by watching them. I think it, it's really like, kind of brought us up you know yeah i mean they're especially the the five shows and movies that i have picked have definitely been like my core values of like christian media and remembering things like that um nathan you want to go ahead and, and maybe give like you yeah well like but all five of them or you just want to kind of do like one at a time we'll, we'll talk about one at a time but i will say a lot of times people give the impression that christian media and like movies and stuff like that could be really campy but I've never really thought that of a lot of things. Now, I have seen a lot of videos of like people um making like videos and um music videos and stuff like that of like really like campy and slightly cringy stuff, but when we're talking about like movies, I've personally I've never seen like a truly a bad Christian film. Um but the movies we're going to be talking about today are all in my opinion very good ones and TV shows as well. And uh, I'll start us off, Jordan. I'm going to talk about this one. This one I'm going to talk about is called. Let's see. Let's go with. You know what? We'll talk about this since it just came out. Jesus Revolution. Mm. You would talk about the most recent movie that just came out. I would. A movie that it's actually my mind. kind of inspired us. Yes. This podcast. You know. Jesus Revolution. I don't mean to take the wheel on this one, but I'm really glad that this is your first movie to talk about. Okay. Because this actually has to do with what I texted you earlier about that I said that I wanted to talk about on this podcast. Okay. And, you know, the movie's great and all, and it made us realize a couple of things. And my biggest, like, pet peeve as far as, like, Christians and, like, 
how Christians can go about things. And this isn't knocking Christians or anything like that. This is just, I want to talk about something that, to me, it, I feel like, hurts the church more. And it's the Christians that are quick to judge people. Mm. Like, this movie... Yeah, it brings up the topic a lot. This this movie does, because, I mean, it, it's pretty much like the pastor is wanting to accept all of these people that come in and, and follow Jesus and be there and listen. And yep. the original members of the church aren't a fan of the way that they dress, the way that they look, the way that they act, mm-hmm. you know? And so some of the, I guess, elders come up to the pastor and they're like, look, if you don't get rid of these people, then you're gone. And so he's like, yeah, I, I can't do that. And so the next, I guess, Sunday or whenever it, it happens, he's on stage and he's telling them that, you know, everybody is welcome. The doors yep. are always welcome. Yep. The doors are always open for everybody to come in. And he goes, and that also works both ways. The doors are always open for those of y'all who wants to leave. Mm-hmm. And there were a few people who actually got up and left. Yep. And that's just that's just like... But a lot of the old members also stayed, too. A lot of the old members did stay. There were a couple of them that were just like, you know, I can't do this. You know, In fact, one of them actually got up and went and sat on the side of the so-called like hippies and everybody who were yep. different believers. But that just really makes me like want to say just... Everybody, I feel like, not everybody, but there are some Christians who say that they're Christians, and it's usually the ones that don't even go to church that often, that are, they are so quick to just judge other people with whether it been their past or something that they're going through. You know, we mm-hmm. as a as a Christian body are supposed to embrace and love everybody. Correct. As God would embrace and love everybody. And I just kind of wanted to throw that out there today because it was something that, just recently just kind of got on my heart and I was just like, you know, why when people go through hard times and stuff in their lives or anything like that, we don't just give them a hug and say, Hey, we're here for you. Yeah. Instead, we just kind of like, sometimes people just kind of shun them away and, and, and they there are people they, that will hug them, but there sometimes are people, they'll judge them right before they there do There are it. some of those that will judge them and then maybe hug them. And then there are some of those that will just pretty much just cast them away and think that it's better to just get rid of them. And, you know, that's that's just my little my little Christian rant for the day. I just kind of wanted to, don't be so judgy because, you know, God, even it says in the Bible, he who is not perfect cannot judge others. That was a little paraphrasing, mm-hmm. but, I mean, it's the truth, you know. Yep. None of us are perfect, so we can't judge other people just just love everybody it's not the, at the end of it all we're all going to be judged we're all humans and so we're all going to be judged we, uh, we cut down the judging a little bit you know absolutely and yeah. i mean i'm not saying that i'm perfect i definitely judge people too i have to say but oh, i mean me too. you know it, it's just something that i just kind of wanted to to I talk totally about agree. today and it's something i need to check myself with too all right jordan uh jesus revolution though <laughs> besides yeah the, i'm sorry the topic I, of judging. I got on a top attention to that it, it's a great movie it it really uh Really opened up my eyes as far as like Jonathan, Christian media. Was it Jonathan? Uh, Jonathan Rumi. Jonathan Rumi, man. Jonathan oh, Rumi. man. Jonathan Anytime. Rumi and the um, the guy who played played Greg Laurie. I do not know his actual name, but those two is just actors in general. They're really awesome. kind of brought they that movie that together me. and stuff. You know, it, it was it was awesome for me. And when I tell you, I was shocked to find out that it was a true story at the very end. Like I knew that it was, but I didn't realize like how true it was. Like, yeah, we thing. knew we knew going into it that it was a truer story. Man, but I, I loved at the very end, like they showed the pictures of the actual, like you know, Greg Laurie and and uh, what was uh Frisbee? What was his name? Oh, man. oh I can't. Uh, 
Lonnie? Lonnie Frisbee. Lonnie, Lonnie Frisbee was the, the Jonathan Rumi's character. And then the guy who actually founded uh, Calvary Chapel mm-hmm. uh, Baptist Church. It's insane. Well. There was over thousands of those churches today and, and stuff. And then it's it's still going strong. I wish I could go back in the day to like see what was going on about all that stuff. Jesus Revolution. Yeah, to, to be around People to kind of down see. putting down and picking up the Bible. Yeah, that, that, that's insane. I, could, I couldn't imagine to just, you know, hear life change completely like that. <sighs> It was awesome. But, Jordan, Jesus Revolution, great movie. Now, how about you? Great movie. How about you talk about your, one of your movies? Okay, so I actually ranked my movies um, from oldest to re- most recent. Okay. Um, so my my first one's a TV show, and it it's a show that if you're a Christian and you grow up in church and going to church, it's a show that you, I guarantee you, you watched a lot. I think I know what this. You one is. still quote it to this day. In fact, our very first episode, I'm pretty sure I sang a song about it. But it is gonna have to be Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales. I remember as a I kid, I love Veggie Tales. Going into like all of the Christian bookstores and stuff, and they were like, you would go in the kids section, and Veggie Tales was on repeat. Repeat. Something about Veggie Tales just to this day still kind of like. It's amazing. Granted, I don't know why it's called VeggieTales because there were some fruits. Like, <laughs> tomatoes are definitely fruits. Okay, we're not getting controversial. Pretty sure there were some peaches in there as well. Listen. But anyways, VeggieTales When is, I was in Discovery Camp, by the way, shout out to Discovery Camp in Columbus, Texas. You, you should check it out. Um, at, when I was a kid and I was just strolling around the cafeteria area, they had these massive TVs that yep, used to play all the time. Just play VeggieTales t- all day long. And... I was just so I was eating the pancakes or whatever like breakfast they gave us, and I was just staring at this massive movie screen of Veggie Tales. By the way, who was your favorite Veggie in Veggie Tales? My favorite one had to be Larry. I think it was mine too. Is that the cucumber, yeah, because there's so these songs with Larry. I loved him so oh, much. Well, it's my hairbrush. But I also liked the tomato too. Yeah, um, I don't remember his name. If you like to boom, talk boom, to boom, tomatoes. Boom. Boom, if boom, a squash boom, could boom, make boom, you smile, there's more to the song, but we don't get copyrighted. <laughs> we have a show for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, I just think Veggie Tales is like an iconic Christian media greatest theme song ever. A- absolutely, like, I, I mean, it. it I'm, I think after this podcast is over with, I actually might go watch an yeah. episode. But Veggie Tales. But all like seriousness, it really did instill a lot of values subtly. Absolutely, like about kindness and how you should treat people. And I just liked. I also loved their um, whenever they did episodes, whenever they were playing characters in the Bible. So I was gonna say, so one of my favorite ones that I can remember is actually um, the Good Samaritan. Mm-hmm. When like I think it was one of the asparagus were like beaten up on the road or something, or one of the cucumbers, and the little girl asparagus comes by and she's like. <gasps> I'm going to help you. And like, you just kind of see her like carrying the, mm-hmm. the guy around. And it was just, I don't know, just, they really did a great job as far as putting Christian, um, stuff like Christian, you know, scriptures and stuff into your head as a little kid. It was good, good media yeah. back then when I was a kid. I think for the longest time as a kid, I didn't even realize that it was just a Christian TV show. I thought it was just a funny TV just show. A funny, yeah. Just something you grew up with. And I love that because it, Brings in a wider audience. Absolutely, people watching it, and then they're Absolutely. like, "Oh, it's Christian." Do you uh, do you actually know when Veggie Tales came I have out? No idea. Any any like inkling of possibly I'm gonna imagine when it came out? the way it looks. I'm gonna say 90s, right? Okay, so you would be correct in the 90s. Um, it actually came out. It's actually older than me. 
Wow. It came out That's in old. 1993. Was the first 1993. The first airing of VeggieTales. Wow. Yeah. So 6 years later I was born. Yeah. I was born 3 years later. So it really was like a so childhood it's, thing it's for me. It's almost 30 years old now. That's almost 30 years old now. Wow. 93 is when it came out. Actually it is 30. It years is 30 old. Years it turned old. 30 this year cuz it's 3 years older than me and I'm 27. Wow. So VeggieTales is 30 years old. So you That's know shout crazy. out to all Shout you, out to VeggieTales. VeggieTales and all you like parents and stuff that have actually have your kids. Hey, turn off that now. Cocoa Melon. Yeah, turn off the Cocoa Melon some and tales. put on the OG VeggieTales. <laughs> Nathan, what is what is your number your number two movie or TV show today? So, oh man, this is this is probably one of the greatest since we're getting on the topic of animations. Okay, I think this is personally one of my favorite animated films. Oh, I know ever. exactly. What it's not is. Disney, right? Nope. But it's coming out of a big Hollywood studio, actually. It's called. It's from DreamWorks. And this movie is called Prince of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Jordan, when I tell you, this is probably the great... Like, I love Megamind. <laughs> I love Shrek. I love all those films. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon, uh, Monsters vs. Aliens. They come out with a lot of animated movies. But this is by far the pinnacle of their work. And I know I'm being biased as a Christian and stuff. But the animation in that movie is flabbergasting of whenever it came out. And Jordan, can you actually look up and tell me when that movie came out exactly? What I have is a, it? It's called Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt. And even the soundtrack in that movie is amazing. Whenever he is in the temple and he's talking to the, um, uh, what was it? The They're like witches or whatever they were, shamans. And they were like trying to make scare him and show like smoke and mirrors and stuff like that. And then like the sounds that are coming out of that, I was like crazy. I was scared as a kid when I first watched it. Wow. What year did it come out? Uh, they had some, some big name actors, right? Voice in this. Um, so the Prince of Egypt actually came out in 1998. Wow. Which okay. is the year, year before. before you were born. Uh-huh. But I did not realize that Val Kilmer. Wow. Was Moses. Slash God. That's awesome. Sandra Bullock. What? Was in this movie. Miss Bullock? He, she oh, played Miriam. Man. Wow. Okay. Steve Martin was Hotep. Wow. Patrick Stewart was Seti. It's no Patrick Stewart, if none of y'all way. know who that is, was, was that Star Trek? Yeah. And then Martin Short, which is funny, he played he played in that movie. Martin Short and Steve Martin are always yeah. together. And then Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle was Pfeiffer. Z- was Zipporah. Wow. And Martin Short was Hugh or High or... Huey or H-U-Y, however you say that name. I don't really know the movie Hugh. as well as yeah. Nathan does, but that was your like top actors and actresses in that movie. In that time period, too. That was insane. That's insane. Wow. I didn't, I did not know that. Um, But the story, if you don't know, if uh, uh, everyone's probably seen Prince of Egypt by now, but it's taking place in the story of Moses in the time of uh, Exodus and stuff like that. And it did a great job, I felt like, depicting that story. And man, whenever that scene, whenever the uh, God splits the sea, the Red Sea, and the water's kind of like almost in a stasis kind of thing, I loved that part. It gave me chills. And I don't know, it's just a great animated film. And you would never think a big Hollywood studio would come out with a movie like that. I loved that. Anyway, Jordan, how would you go on to your. So, my second one is still. To this day, something that I that is, I think about it. Mm-hmm. It no long. It actually was remade, so it came out in 1995. Wow, the year before I was ones. born. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember this this TV show. I had action figures 
from this TV show. I wanted to be the person in this TV show. Okay. And I was actually looking it up yesterday and just kind of researching it. And to this day, it is still a TV show. Yes, it's now animated and it's a lot more kiddish and kind of cringy. Mm -hmm. But watching the original episodes of it were also kind of cringy. But it's Bible Man. Bible Man. And if you knew me as a kid, so my mother, um, when I was like very young, probably can still remember this show, and she can probably, probably it gives her nightmares because I would watch this show <laughs> so often. Was it your Coco Melon? It was my Coco Melon, and it was the only. There's only one episode that I really remember, and it was the one with Doctor Fear. Okay. And it's Jordan, because can I be honest with you. I've never seen an episode of Bible Man. So I'm going to have to show you it. So Dr. Fear, that one was actually on, it's on YouTube. It's so old. It's so cringy looking. And it's a guy named, I think, Miles Sanders, who was just your everyday person. He had the money. He had the the house, the car. He had it all. And his life was horrible. And it actually, the the, the one that I liked in my episode, the intro was him crying and screaming out. And he falls on his face in the pouring down rain and in the mud, and he looks down, there's a Bible that he kind of wipes off. Mm -hmm. And that's to that day is when he changed his life to become a superhero called Bible Man. Wow. He had, um, his entire armor was the armor of God. And then he actually had a sword, and his sword was a lightsaber. It was a yellow lightsaber. Okay. And that was how he fought people. And I've only remember ever really watching one episode because that one was the one that was... Each year, they kind of changed it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And 96 or 97 was the one that was the year that that episode, that mine came out. And mm-hmm. that was, I guess, just on repeat for a whole year. Because they didn't do, like, every yeah. week different episodes. But also kids back in the day, I mean, you could, they probably you do the same thing now. You just put on something in front of them. Like, let's just say a movie like Frozen. A kid, like my little sister, Deborah, I know you hear me right now. Um, she watched Frozen. Um, I would say uh, every day of her life, um, multiple times a day, she could recite every moment of it. And that's because kids will just rewatch things and it's psychopathic anyway. Um, but I've never seen Bible man. I will, I like to show you an episode of that one, but it came out in 95. That is definitely my, uh, second like building stone to my life is to, you know, Christian media. Yeah. And, uh, that's going to move us into our next one. It's one of my choices, and it's called The Bible. Mm. Now, mm. when I first watched it, it, it was on Netflix. And this came out during a time where uh, I wasn't f- – I'm a big history fanatic. I love watching, like, history documentaries, and I know that's really boring. <laughs> but I find it interesting. And I watched it, and the the show kind of portrays it in that kind of way, like a history documentary. And it goes through multiple stories of the Bible, starting off with uh, Adam and Eve moving into um, Noah, then Moses. Mm-hmm. It goes and through the Bible. It goes through the whole Bible. And uh, Jordan, you've seen it before, right? Yeah, I, I saw it on Netflix. I absolutely uh, I do like that I show. I love that show. And every episode, it, it showed a different uh, story in the Bible, whether it be Samson, uh, King David, uh, and King Saul. Um, then flowing into uh, the story of Jesus, the Gospels, following, I think, kind of ending on Saul? No, I think it ended on John in Revelations. And, man, dude, that show was just awesome. I loved the portrayals, and all the characters just came to life for me. And this came out in a time whenever I wasn't reading the Bible every day. And so I was told these stories as a kid, but not without without any faces to the uh, characters. And the show did an awesome job on just bringing life to these characters that I, 
me as like a 12 year old had no idea about. And I love the scene. This, this show is single handedly helped push my love for King David and, uh, Samson. Cause I love Samson's actor in it. Um, he had these long, long, uh, black dreads and he, whenever he got the, the donkey jaws and started massacring all these people, I was just shocked. I was like, Samson did this. And I went back and actually read the Bible story for Samson. And I'm like, sure enough. And I don't know. It, it, whenever the scene, whenever he's like toppling the pillars, I got chills and it came down on top of him. I, I just, it was a great story. Um, Jordan, what's your favorite part of the, the Bible series? Really just kind of watching it and, you know, you can read the Bible every day, all day, as, yep. long, as much as you want. But until you actually like see the Bible put into like a motion pictures on, in a way, you know, it just really like unlocks some things it, for you. It, it kind of hit me a little bit harder. Um, Cause yeah, I can, I can read about the resurrection and that kind of stuff, but like, yeah seeing that almost and seeing the stuff it, it really was just like whoa this this really did happen you know and it kind of just made my my eyes open up a little bit more actually yeah and um man it was just such a good show i think they actually took it all off, off of netflix but i think about it all the time <laughs> i think about it literally all the time and um great show great show great show all right jordan what's your next one so my my third one is actually a movie Okay. It uh, it's probably the first really big Christian movie that I can remember, actually watching and relating to. It's actually my mom's favorite Christian movie oh, as okay. well. Uh, it came out no six. I'm pretty sure I went and saw this um, on a field trip, maybe from mm-hmm. from school or something. Another like that, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Facing the Giants. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, my next Great three... Great act- movie. Yes, my next three are actually by the same people who created... So, do we want to just talk uh, about those three? I can go ahead and discuss mine. So, my next three, Facing the Giants, Fireproof, and Courageous. Wow, yeah. Uh, all created by the Kendrick Brothers and, and their uh, their work of art. Um Great, great series of mm-hmm. movie, you know. Uh, yeah, man. Facing the Giants because I, I did play sports growing up. So when it came to that part where the the team is all cheering on Brock with the guy on his back. He's fun fact: Brock's crawling. number is actually fifty four, and that's your football my number. number as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when he's on his back and they're doing the death crawl, and he's like, "Come on, man, you got twenty five more yards, 15 You know, he's doing this, and he's thinking that the kids he's, are laughing before. Yeah, he's thinking that he's exhausted and going to die on the fifty yard line. I love but whenever he's doing that. This man slowly, went a hundred yards. Yeah. He went the entire football field. Slowly, the faces of the players that are watching just. They, they're in shock they're standing up and they're watching him and this is the moment like i think that it really showed that they all believed and that god was was present because after this is when the entire movie just shifted. took it just shifted into they're praying on the field and they're more focused and you know mm-hmm. everything's kind of falling in to the place and i just remember like you're watching this. The players are getting up and walking, and the uh, the head coach is actually he's actually one of the brothers. I cannot remember his his name in the movie. Yeah. Um, but I, but I think his real name is Alex or something like that. He's one of the Kendrick brothers. Yeah. And he asked the guy that Brock is carrying, "How much do you weigh?" He said, "Don't you weigh like you know?" And the guy goes, "No, I weigh this." And he actually weighed more and the coach than the coach himself. expected. And the coach is just like. Oh, like wow. he was just kind of shocked, and and to kind of go into that with with fireproof, you know, yeah, they kind of all have the same 
the same thing behind them. And it's just like little subtle messages about Christ. And and the fire fireproof is great for um I think for young marriages or even old marriages. I don't think I've seen fireproof. So I have it was fireproof a long time is a firefighter. Yeah. Who um does not have time for his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh he's always working. He has addictions that he faces with, um, all kind of stuff. And his wife is slowly just kind of backing away from him. Yeah. You know, and his dad actually talks to him. He, he, his, he doesn't really believe in, in God and stuff, but his parents do. And his dad gives him this book called The Love Dare. And it's like 30 days of... I actually, I actually own the book as well. Mm-hmm. And it's 30 days of things to do each day to show your spouse that you love him. That you yeah. love, you know, love him or love her. And it goes through the whole 30 days. Well, towards the end of it, he's on like day 60. And she's finally coming around. It's like, wow, he's taking care of me. He's doing this. He's throwing away the computer. He's, you know, getting rid of any kind of addictions, any kind of thing that he has wrong in his life. And the whole time, it's just kind of going through this. And he's praying, and he's walking, and he's talking with his dad. And at the very end of it, he's just like, I don't know what to do anymore. And he's like, how did how did you do this with mom? You know, how did how did how did y'all do this? And come to find out, it was actually uh, his mother who did this to his dad. Wow! Because his dad was the one that wanted out, and his mom actually did the love dare. But he knew that if he gave it to his son, he would be more prone to look at it than if his mom did, mm-hmm. because he him and his mom did not get along either. And so it goes to the end of the show that. They actually fix their marriage, and they actually end up renewing their vows, and it just really instills Christian with God, right? You know, with with God and everything. And to kind of go on to my last movie topic, um, Courageous. Courageous. So Fireproof came out in '08, and then Courageous came out in 2011, and it's actually a movie. And that all three of these movies that you're talking about are made from the same. People. Are made from the Kendrick brothers, yeah. the same people. They're they're great movies. Um, and they all they all have the same actors and actresses in them almost. Now I remember Courageous because we actually watched it in, in church. the church. We we played Courageous in the sanctuary in the church, and this one is about the police, the yes. police officers. So actually, I think one of the police officers was the firefighter and fireproof. Really? Okay. So it was the same. It was the same people. You know, they all the same guys, and it just kind of it's just great movies. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all three like when I think of I actually own all three of them. And when I think of Christian movies and stuff like this, is my my go to because I mean I was a kid, you know I was I was still like I was not even in high school for I think any of these movies. Courageous, I might have been a freshman in high school. Yeah, but that's just like my my top five Christian movies and TV shows that have really kind of opened up like God to me and made me like realize like there's a lot of stuff going on and it might be some of them might be cheesy and whatnot, but it it showed me. You know, still a lot of good a values. Lot, a like, lot of good values. Facing yeah. giants, I feel like it instilled a strength, like receiving strength from God. Absolutely, you know? when they're yelling stone wall and stuff like uh-huh. that, that all that strength came from God. Absolutely. And then courageous. I mean, it's, it's kind of obvious, but instilled courage. And I'm guessing fireproof. I've never seen it before, but it sounds like it's instilling just a, a genuine love. Right. Exactly, it, it was genuine love. I mean, it was. It seemed they have a whole topic, like they have one thing they want to talk about, and then whole, made a whole movie around that. Which it was, cool. it was pretty much about, it, and it's called the love dare in the in the movie. It's pretty much about, you know, even when you don't want to, to honor your spouse, to mm-hmm. to, to you know, be there for your spouse, and it's kind of a way how we should be with God as well. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's even when we don't want to wake up in prayer. We don't feel like God is there. You know, he is still there. He's still backing us up. He's still in our corner. 
and that's just kind of I, I just yeah. I remember Even watching when the movie all whenever the time. we don't pray and feel like we're being distant from God, God is not distant from us. So absolutely, that's awesome. Absolutely, which will lead into my uh, next film. And man, I, I just want to give a shout out to the couple other movies that we're not going to you know in length talk about, but go ahead and talk about them anyway. A week away, Jordan. Ooh. Jordan, you love a week away. I. I love the TV show or the movie A Week Away. Um, in fact, we did a lock in for the kids Shut last up year, your heart says. and I turned into the the main like guy from Week Away, and uh-huh. the album, the music. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, when this movie first came out, we actually yeah we did this whole. Lock-in I with thought our kids. it was cheesy. Like I was like, I'm not watching that. Like I started watching the first like five minutes of it, and uh-huh. I was like, I can't. Like I cannot watch this. And then I heard everybody talking about it. And I was like, okay, that's it. I have to watch it. I have to listen to the music. And I absolutely fell in love with this movie, the music, the storyline behind it. It's a very good newer age Christian movie. You know, now it, if y'all have never seen A Week Away, one, it's on Netflix. It's all, I think it's a Netflix see, exclusive. It's a Netflix exclusive, yeah. And if you haven't seen it, just think of High School Musical if but it Christian. were Christian at a church camp. Yeah. And man. I love that film, and we all we actually did a whole lock in at our theme. church theme based off of based the on it with colors. We did and everything. color teams, we did challenges, yeah. we did points and it's, systems and stuff like that. It's pretty much like how it feels when we go to church camp as well. Like it, yeah. it's it's fun, you know. And I definitely look forward to maybe this summertime us doing another lock in or something, mm-hmm. kind of the same. Because I mean, it, it it just it's fun. It was yeah. a great time. But then we're gonna run into. Um, Two movies, just real quick, because I feel like they're very similar. One is A Case for Christ, Ooh. and another one is An Interview with God. Now, Jordan, do you have any comments on A Case for Christ? So, A Case for Christ, I remember us watching this in the youth. Yeah. And just, like, this man was atheist. He he, he was trying to disprove God to his wife. The right? whole time, he's trying to disprove God to his wife. And in disproving God to his wife, he ends up finding, him. He ends up finding <laughs> God, which is like, that's that's God has a sense of humor. Like yeah. That's hilarious how we try to fight against God, and he's like, you know what? Nope. I'm slapping you in the face. This is actually the correct way to do it. So, yeah. I, I, great movie. Now, Your last one, I don't know about. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about an interview with God. So, I watched this a couple years back. It was like four o'clock in the morning and I was not going not to sleep joking. and I saw this on Netflix and it's called an interview with God and it's based off this guy. Now this is paraphrasing because it was a while back ago when I watched it, but this guy had a lot of questions about God. I don't think he was quite um, a Christian, if I may say probably, I don't think he was fully atheist though, but he had a lot of questions. He was very curious and he ended up getting a call from this guy that said he was going to answer all his questions. And he goes and talks to this guy in this one room. And I think it was in a building. And it turned out this guy, he, he was answering all these questions that the, no one else had answers for. And he's so confused. And then it, you slowly come to realize that this guy that he's talking to is actually God. And when I think, like, seriously, like Bruce Almighty kind of level of God, like he's just talking to this God in person, answering all his questions. And at first he's being honest with them. He's like, yeah, I'm God. And, of course, the protagonist didn't believe him at all. And then he came back every day, and he starts realizing, slowly slowly realizing that this guy is actually God, and he starts freaking out. But great film. If you have uh, time today, you should go watch it. Great film. Interview with God. But then I'm going to go into um, two of my last ones. Well, really three. I'm going to burn through them. 
One, God's Not Dead, Jordan. Man, great movie. We actually mm-hmm. just rewatched it uh, a couple nights ago, and I just love that film. And I, I didn't never realize that it was down here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, on LSU campus. Jordan actually helped me realize that, and he looked at me shocked, like I did, had no idea. But back in the time when this movie came out, I went and saw it in theaters. And I remember at the very end of the movie, whenever they show the text of like, you should text someone, God's not dead, your whole context. And man, it was just great. Now, Jordan, you have any comments on the movie? Uh, not really. I mean, it, it was, it was a great movie. It really just kind of like, it, it, it's, it's funny cause I watched that movie and I actually have a couple friends of mine who were actually extras and oh, that's so cool. it, uh, it goes to the scenes where they're in like the the, the the classroom and whatnot. I actually can see like my friends and because I remember when that movie came out, everybody was wanting to go be at LSU's campus and be in it and mm-hmm. be actors in that movie. But I mean, it was a great just way of how they like the newsboys and everybody kind of instilled God and just showed you that you know this stuff happens in today's day and age. I mean, I there's no way I can imagine my teacher saying right on this paper. And Nathan actually asked me this question. He's like, "Could you do it?" I was like, there's no way. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care what kind of day I'm having. There's no way I can write on a paper that God is dead. I just, there's absolutely. Even for a grade. There's absolutely grade. no way. Like, if I probably wouldn't have fought the teacher, I probably would have been like, you know what, I'm out. And just, yeah, I would just, and just drop the class. The, kudos because, to the guy you know, that just stood there fighting for That's him. awesome to do that. You know, I, I wouldn't have even have thought about that. Now, if I was given the, the possibility to do that or the idea of doing it, mm-hmm. I might be able to, but I mean that that takes a lot to it takes a lot of boldness. You know, he he ruined his relationship of six years. I know this is not a true story. In a way, it is, but it isn't because there are actually I'm sure something like this has happened. Well, at the very end of it, it actually shows you all of the incidents where this has happened. Yeah, on all of the colleges and all the schools. So this is somewhat true, but not to a T. So I just yeah. I do really like like that movie. Now, next film is something that. I think everyone has seen, especially around Easter time, and it's the Passion of Christ. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Man, was that a man? I was when I was a kid watching it. I was so scared of this film because of the way they they crucified Jesus in this film. It's so brutal, and they show. I mean, I, it's one hundred percent accurate of how they did it. And man, it just really helped me realize that what Jesus went through on Easter. Like we just talk about him dying on the cross, but we don't talk about how he died on the cross in that film. Fully betrays it, and it is a great show that you should definitely watch, uh, especially around Easter time. Um, and then, before I get into my last one, which is my last one, is my favorite by far, I want to talk about this. Chronicles of Narnia, Jordan. Did you know that Chronicles of Narnia, the movie, the little franchise, the books, are actually based off of Christianity? So, the lion is actually supposed to be Asgard. Yeah, Aslan. Aslan is actually supposed to be God. It's, it's Jesus, it's yeah. Jesus, yeah. And in the first film, like it makes sense now that you think about it, is that Aslan he goes and uh, sacrifices himself before this like witch, this ice queen, and he dies, but then he comes back and is resurrected, and he's actually sacrificed on the altar, like some like Old Testament sacrifice. And man, I had no idea. Whenever my my buddy told me that that it was based off of, I went back and I watched all the films and I've read the book. And I never made the connection. I never did until I went into a, a Christian shop where they're selling like all the uh, bracelets and like uh, extra Bible stuff and uh, bookmarks and stuff like that. 
And then I saw in the book section Chronicles of Narnia, and I'm like, well, what is this doing here? And then that's when they told me that it was based off of uh, Christian values. And man, shocking, shocking. But the last one, and Jordan, we both have something to say about this because we just finished watching this recently. And personally, it is probably the greatest piece of Christian media out there. And I highly recommend anyone who is listening right now to give it a shot. It is called The Chosen. Ooh, The Chosen, yes. The Chosen is by far, in my opinion, the greatest piece of Christian media that's come out in the past 10, 20 years. And it is so amazing. It is a TV. If you don't know what the chosen is, it is a TV show that is based on the ministry of Jesus Christ. And it goes step by step, everything that he has done in the gospels in his ministry, everything It start first episode. It's him casting um, demons out of um, Mary Magdalene. And then a couple episodes in it's him like with uh, Peter and showing him that he's no longer a fisher, but a fisher of man. And then he fills up the boat with fish and he's picking up disciples slowly along the way. It is three seasons in, it has a seven season plan and it is so amazing. And Jonathan uh, Rumi, which is the guy who's uh, Jonathan Rumi plays Jesus. Yeah. He's also uh, Lonnie Frisbee in Jesus and Revolution. Revolution. And this guy, whenever I think of Jesus, I mean, dude, this guy looks exactly what I would imagine Jesus looked like. And, it just does some things amazing. It humanizes Jesus in a way that we don't really realize because, you know, Jesus is divine. He was also human at the same time, you know, and it showed like Jesus waking up in the morning. Oh, this shocked me, Jordan. Jesus waking up in the morning and just stretching or whenever he had a cut on his arm, he he covered it up or he's bored. And so he picks up a piece of straw from the ground and starts chewing on it like human stuff that Jesus definitely did you know joked around with the disciples uh, talked about how he's he's hungry and he wishes he had this or whatever it's so awesome the way they depict jesus in this and it's something i wholeheartedly believe jesus was actually like and the director is dallas he does a great job making this show and it is right now it's crowdfunded and they don't make any money off of it they receive donations only you can go online and watch it at uh, www.angel.com and it's fully is it angel.com or angel soft i think it's not angel soft it's just angel.com and it is it's angel studios on angel soft a- angel studios yeah but on online it's just angel.com angel soft is the um it is the toilet paper yeah, you're correct George. <laughs> and this it's for free everything is free on the site you can watch every episode for free and the only ad it's ever going to show you is at the very end and it is someone's testimony of watching the chosen yeah and every episode, it talks about like a person who paid the episode for you by paying it forward. And man, every whenever me and Jordan were watching it, like we were, <laughs> every person that came up and like it was like Ryan paid for your episode. I sent a thank you to him every time. And Jordan's like, man, yeah. you just talked doing this with everyone. Yeah, it was kind of a link. Um, but it, I I really enjoyed it. Another thing, like I said, it, it kind of just brings the Bible to life. It does. You know, like he said, it kind of humanizes uh, Jesus and everything, and it, it was great. It was by far one of my favorite TV shows to watch. I can't wait for them to come out with their later episodes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that was that was great. You know, that kind of concludes the that concludes our topic, topic for me, for Nate, too. Uh, Christian media and entertainment. You know, if you ever got some free time, you know, just just think about it. Watch, watch one of these episodes. Watch one of these movies. Um, and just kind of, like, look back at all of the Christian media that we do have out there. And there's mm-hmm. so many more movies that we didn't even speak about. Yep. But with that being said, 
uh, I just want to kind of go on and you know get ready to end this podcast with our last thing of the day, and that's that's our church song recommendation. Yeah. So what we're gonna actually do is. Um, it's something I was thinking about too, and then one of our listeners actually also thought about it as well. I'm gonna create a Spotify playlist. Yep. With all of our recommendations, and it's gonna be called Reach Podcast Song Recommendations. Mm-hmm. So that way, y'all can too go and like listen to our songs. And it's gonna be right there on Spotify. Um, I'm gonna probably like link it like on our. I think Facebook. we should call it just Reach Podcast. Uh Recommended songs, recommendations, or recommendations. The Reach Podcast playlist. Just but yeah, so we're, so we're gonna do that. But it's gonna be linked to our Facebook, and I'm gonna try to link it to like the Spotify account as well. That way, people can kind of see it also. Yeah. And but, slowly, it's gonna fill up after every episode. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna probably today. I'll probably start working on it. But my song recommendation today, and it's a great one that it mm-hmm. it hits me. And it's called Old Church Basements. Oh my goodness! Elevation Worship, great song, and Maverick City. This, oh, I was just listening to it on the way home. This last song night. came out in 2021, and I think it is perfect with Jesus Revolution and everything that's going on in today's it's world. It's so awesome because it talks about I don't need the lights or the stages, but he has no issue with them. There's nothing wrong. With these churches that have the fancy lights, the stages, the smoke, the fe- the special effects. Yeah, it might be all smoke and mirrors, but it's not. Yeah. People might think that you don't need that, and you don't need that. You can pick up an old, you know, little cheap... But God's cheap, not condoning you using... No, you can pick up an old cheap acoustic guitar, not with your friend Josh, but with our friend Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and just come together and, and play, you know? Like, you don't need all the crazy stuff great song it actually goes through like multiple songs throughout the years into this one song talking about how the old hallelujah from back in the day is the same one today exactly it's gonna be forever nothing's gonna change but it might be the way that we go about it yeah you know i mean like when we have like church on wednesdays we have the lights and we kind of have the cool stuff and the music's loud the bass is bumping because that's kind of what the younger generation want but the older generation may not want that and that's okay there's nothing wrong with what other people like and want, but there's also nothing wrong with changing it and kind of just making it a little bit more newer, a little bit more modern. But that is my song today is Old Church Basement by Elevation Worship and Maverick City. Yep. And uh man, good choice. You probably beat me my choice, but this choice I have is one of my all time favorites. And it's called Maker by Woodlands Worship. Now, Woodlands Worship is not a very popular band by any means. And to be honest, I think this is their most well-known song. And this song, it talks about how the same God who created the stars in the sky, the same God who created is the architect of the galaxies, is the same one who created you as well. And it talks about when you have nothing left, he will make a way. And just like how he made a way for everyone, he's making a way for you right now. And it is such an amazing song. It's kind of uh, has a little bit of like rock. Um, and it's super like I would say more of a power song. It's mellow. It puts me in a mood to worship. It's such a great song. And it's called Maker by Woodlands Worship. Give it a listen. I promise you won't regret it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm definitely absolutely, good. absolutely. Yeah, I don't know why I say everything <laughs> twice. I'm gonna have to go check out that song for real, though. Um, but you know, with that, that kind of concludes yeah, today's this. episode, episode four or episode three. My bad, Nathan. Do you want to go ahead and give everybody the uh, 
topic for episode four. Oh, they can go ahead and uh, yes, be thinking about I it. I will. Uh, with that being said, uh, before Nathan says that, uh, you know, just kind of give us a like, thumbs up, follow. Like I said, we always want give us some feedback. feedback. Um, and if you made it all the way through today's episode, I want you to send us a message on Messenger. Um, send us uh, even a text message or anything like that, or just comment on the post and say, God's not dead. Yeah. I know that's kind of cheesy, God's not dead. but it's going to go, it's going to go back to that early 2000 era as when God came, what God's not dead came out. And it says that everybody that's in the text, the five people. So y'all just go ahead and I want you to comment on our post or, you know, somewhere, uh, leave a message that just says God's not dead. That way we know y'all made it to the end of this podcast. Yes. And uh, Jordan, this comes up with our next topic for next week's um, next episode, episode four. And it's going to be talking about opening up to the Lord. And we're going to be talking about doubt. Ooh. Okay. The spirit of doubt. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. Well, I'm, I'm there. I go repeating myself. But <laughs> I'm definitely excited for episode four. Uh, like I said, that we're going to go ahead. And in episode three, that concludes it for me. I just want to go ahead and say peace out, everybody. I hope y'all love it. Uh, And and I hope you have a wonderful day and good weekend. Absolutely. We're going to go get some some church tonight, get a little music in us and whatnot. And we can't wait to episode four. That's it, guys. Bye. See y'all.